Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. So this podcast is sponsored by our friends at Paleo Valley, and they have a great new product that I've been taking every morning called Neuro Effect, and it is a neuro-supportive blend of eight full-spectrum mushroom extracts and something called NeuroFactor, which is whole coffee fruit extract. You guys, I'm a huge fan of medicinal mushrooms. I take them to support my immune system and my brain health, but virtually every mushroom product on the market is not really mushrooms. It's actually just a part of the mushroom. It's called the mycelium, and they actually grow it on grain. The grain can actually cause gut irritation and interfere with your body's absorption of the little mushrooms that they've got included in it. Now, Paleo Valley's Neuro Effect actually contains a blend of eight whole mushrooms. They're not grown on grain, so you get the entire mushroom instead of just a piece of it. The product is greater than 26% beta-glucans, which are the medicinal elements of a mushroom. Now, let's compare this to coffee. One of the ways that coffee works to increase your focus and energy is by modulating your body's secretion of brain-derived neurotrophic factor, or BDNF. If you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, you've heard me talk about BDNF. It is a protein associated with learning and memory. It also protects your current brain cells, and it encourages the growth of new ones. That's why it's no surprise it has the nickname Miracle Grow for the Brain. But we all know that coffee also can have negative side effects like crashes in the afternoon, stained teeth, dehydration, headaches, addictive properties. I mean, you guys know this. And that's why we went looking for a different way to increase your BDNF without those negative side effects. And that is how Paleo Valley came across organic coffee fruit. In just 60 minutes, it works 4.3 times better than coffee at boosting your natural production of BDNF. Plus, it only contains two milligrams of caffeine, which is similar to the amount you'd find in a single square of chocolate. So this means no crash or feeling like you need another cup of, of uh, coffee a few hours later. Just clean energy without the jitters. Now, it's also rich in beta-glucans. They are naturally occurring polysaccharides, and they're, they're like the fountain of youth for your brain. They also support your immune system. Beta-glucans are one of the best things to support your immune system. A 2012 review on products containing beta-glucans found that they can help to naturally increase your energy, reduce confusion, boost mood, improve recall and memory, and increase vigor. Numerous prestigious universities like Brown, Cornell, and Harvard have all heavily researched the power of beta-glucans. And thanks to the dedicated research that's occurred over the last 50 years, we know that they can stimulate the production of BDNF. So you get beta-glucans, you also get the organic coffee fruit in this, as well as many other properties that are in things like lion's mane, reishi mushroom, turkey tail mushroom, cordyceps. You know, guys, I'm huge. I'm a huge fan of these kinds of herbs and mushrooms. 
And I think you guys will get a lot out of this. So go ahead, check out Paleo Valley. It's Neuro Effect. Use the coupon code JOCKERS at checkout to save 15% off. This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on the best fasting strategy for women. And what I talk about here is a, a, a technique, a strategy called crescendo fasting. And I talk about different intermittent fasting approaches. And there are many women who do great doing a daily intermittent fast. However, there are a lot of women who really struggle with that. And there are a variety of reasons for that. One thing I found to be really helpful is a strategy called crescendo fasting. And I talk all about that in this podcast. And this is a, a way of fasting that allows your body to really rest and recover. Because we know fasting, even though it's very healthy and healing for our body, it's also a hormetic stressor. So meaning that it's a stressor that has the potential to, to help us become stronger and more resilient, but we have to recover effectively. And for many women, particularly women that are lower in body fat, that may be very active and have a lot of stress in their life, intermittent fasting on a daily basis can be like if you're doing a 16-hour fast every day, can be very intense on the body and can overwhelm the system and not allow the body to recover effectively. And that's where crescendo fasting comes in. You guys are going to learn about how crescendo fasting can really be a helpful strategy to get the benefits of intermittent fasting, the autophagy, the fat burning, the blood sugar stabilization without overwhelming your system, giving your body time to really rest, recover from the bout of stress that it endured while it went through this fast. And so I think you guys are going to really enjoy this podcast. And if you've not left us a five-star review, now is the time to do that. If you enjoy this content, it would be really an honor if you could just take a moment, go down, go to Apple iTunes, scroll to the bottom, leave us a five-star review. When you do that, it helps us reach more people and impact more lives with this message. Thank you so much for doing that. And let's go into the show. Well, hey, everybody, this is Dr. David Jockers. And today I'm talking about crescendo fasting, how to do it, and who it is best for. And you can see on this cover photo, it says, is it the best fasting strategy for women. Many of you guys know I'm a huge, huge advocate of fasting. I practice intermittent fasting and occasional extended fasting. I did a whole fasting transformation online summit with over 120,000 people tuning in at once. Um, and I'm a huge advocate of it. However, I also know along with great benefits, there are other things we need to consider. And so the benefits of fasting, it helps reduce inflammation, improves fat burning, improves your metabolic flexibility, brain health, cognitive acceleration, your ability to think sharply and quickly, your energy helps prevent disease, um, tremendous benefits. However, what we need to consider is this, is that women tend to have a more sensitive stress response than men. And, and I, you know, we say women, but some women more so than others, okay? But in general, when you take a man and a woman, women tend to have a more sensitive stress response. The fertility hormones may be sensitive to longer periods without food and nutrients, and also the hunger and satiety hormones, ghrelin, which is your hunger hormone, and leptin, which is your satiety hormone, may be impacted negatively, okay? So if you've never fasted, Great place to start is the simple fast. I would say 12 hours overnight between your last meal and your first meal. And once you master that, like finishing your dinner by 7 p.m. and not eating anything with calories until 7 a.m. the next morning, 
You wake up the next morning, you drink water first before you consume food. I always recommend starting with trying to drink eight to 16 ounces before you would think about eating food. And then you can obviously bump that up to say 32 ounces. You've got to drink 32 ounces of pure water, maybe maybe some lemon in it or apple cider vinegar is fine. It's totally fine. Um, however, you have to drink that before you uh, can eat food, before you can take in any calories. And pretty soon what you'll notice is you do the brunch fast, which is the 14 hours overnight between meals. And then the crescendo fasting would be the next step beyond that. And that is where you do 16-hour fast. So if you finish dinner by 6 p.m., then you would fast until 10 a.m. the next day, okay? So you do a 16-hour fast. You do it two days per week, okay? So non-consecutive days, so like a Monday, Friday kind of thing. And this is especially good for somebody who may have been dealing with adrenal fatigue, or they wake up exhausted, they need naps throughout the day. This sort of individual can do really well by starting out the crescendo fasting as they kind of uh, build their fasting muscle. Okay, now checkpoints, monitor how you're feeling, make sure you're not overwhelming your body with stress. And you can see in that top right corner, reasons to reduce the intensity of fast. If you notice big energy drops, major brain fog when you're fasting or uh, maybe the day after fasting, major mood swings, insomnia, feel cold all the time, hair's coming out, your heart is pounding or it's having a rhythmic activity and you're having menstrual irregularities, those could be signs that you're maybe going too intensely too quickly, might scale back some of your fasting. Now, individuals with insulin resistance, these individuals tend to actually do quite well with fasting. Okay, so some individuals tend to lean towards being more insulin resistant. And so this individual usually be tend to be overweight. They oftentimes have trouble losing weight. They have a large appetite. They eat a lot with meals. They crave sweets after the meal. So they eat their meal and then they're still wanting some sort of sweet. But it never really fully relieves their cravings. They feel more tired typically after meals, whereas somebody with hypoglycemia or lower insulin typically feels more energized when they eat. This individual with insulin resistance has frequent thirst and an urge to urinate. They oftentimes have hormone problems like PCOS, and they can have either estrogen, too much estrogen, or too much testosterone, which is also characteristic of PCOS. For males, males obviously can have insulin resistance and oftentimes do. They will oftentimes encounter something called andropause or low testosterone. They, uh, males and females with insulin resistance tend to be more prone to getting acne, skin tags, and skin pigmentation changes. So you may notice that. That would be a sign that you're probably a good candidate for fasting and doing more extended fasting, longer intermittent fasting. Um, also, if you tend to have high blood pressure, high triglycerides, these are all signs. If you're in this camp, this category where you have you know, these kinds of symptoms, or at least several of these, three or more, um, then I would say you probably can be a little bit more aggressive with your fasting, okay? Meaning you can go up to 16 hours, you know, possibly do that every day, or 18-hour fast, or even a full-day fast. You can tend to be a little bit more aggressive. Obviously, if you aren't feeling good fasting, you can always scale it back, but if you tend to be in this camp, usually you're going to do pretty good 
um, getting started with intermittent fasting. Okay. However, again, like I said, there's some individuals where they end up with a lot of reactive hypoglycemia. Okay. Where the blood sugar goes way up when they eat food, insulin comes out, they get a huge surge of insulin and then it drops them down quickly. And they're very hypoglycemic within three hours of eating a meal. They have a lot of symptoms, irritability, brain fog, um, sweating, trembling, hunger, uh, sleepiness, heart arrhythmias, different, different issues like that <clears throat> can happen just a few hours right after the meal. So these individuals, again, these ones would probably do better starting on the simple fast, brunch fast, and then working their way up to the crescendo fast. This podcast is sponsored by Liver Health Formula from Pure Health Research. For anyone looking to ignite their fat-burning metabolism, boost their energy, and transform how they look and feel, they must start taking care of their liver. Your liver is your body's master detoxifier. It performs over 500 key functions in your body every single day. It's responsible for cleansing and removing thousands of harmful toxins, man-made chemicals, alcohol, and dangerous food additives and preservatives. And after decades of wear and tear, our livers slow down and they become sluggish. And this is why so many of us struggle with weight gain and feeling tired all the time. Fortunately, there's a simple all-natural solution that I recommend. It's called Liver Health Formula. Liver Health Formula contains 12 powerful botanicals clinically proven to recharge and protect your liver at the cellular level. It helps restore your liver's detoxifying abilities. It boosts your energy levels and can kick your natural metabolism into high gear. It also works remarkably well to fight fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting 100 million Americans. And right now, as a listener of our show, you can try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and receive five free gifts when you order today. First, you're going to receive a free 30-day supply of nano-powered omega-3. This powerful blend of omega-3 fatty acids supports a healthy heart and brain with four times better absorption thanks to this special nano-delivery system. You're also getting four free eBooks to support every aspect of your health and longevity, regardless of age. Just go to getliverhelp.com forward slash jockers or call toll free at 800-282-1757 to claim your risk-free supply of liver health formula and all five bonus gifts. That's get liver help. So G E T L I V E R H E L P dot com forward slash jockers or call 800 282 1757. You're covered by their 365 day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to risk, but supplies are limited. So go head over to get liverhelp.com forward slash chalkers or call toll free at 800-282-1757 now to order liver health formula and claim your five free bonus gifts while you still can. That's getliverhelp.com forward slash chalkers or call 800-282-1757. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my favorite products. It's liposomal vitamin C. People ask me, what, what they should take to keep their immune system strong so they don't get sick. I tell them vitamin C. In fact, scientists say that taking vitamin C daily 
can help you recover from infections and illnesses two times faster. A recent study showed that hospitalized patients suffering from a serious respiratory infection recovered twice as fast when they took vitamin C. And patients were able to go home seven days sooner than patients who weren't being given this vitamin. That's pretty incredible, right? And with so many respiratory infections floating around today, vitamin C is a must-have supplement to keep on hand for when you inevitably catch something or if you're dealing with allergy-like symptoms or just aren't feeling very well. But you have to know that not all vitamin C supplements are created equal. If you're taking vitamin C in a capsule powder or tablet form, you may be missing out on key immunity benefits. Vitamin C is not easy to absorb, so most supplements pass through your body without ever helping your immune system. A quality vitamin C supplement that I recommend is made by a company called Purality Health. They have a patented vitamin C formula that utilizes something called liposomal technology to help nutrients absorb 800% more efficiently than standard supplements. And each bottle of their vitamin C delivers increased absorption, comes packed with extra nutrients like vitamin E, and it's backed by a 180-day satisfaction guarantee. And today they're offering 30% off to my listeners. Visit PurityHealth.com and use the coupon DRJ to save 30% on your order. The next time you're sick, you'll be grateful you did this. Again, visit PurityHealth.com. That's P-U-R-A-L-I-T-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H.com and use the coupon DRJ for 30% off today. This would be the periodization, just kind of like exercise. So just because exercise is good doesn't mean that everybody should go and work out an hour a day. That's not a good idea. For some individuals, they're going to do great working out an hour a day, working out very intensely for an hour a day. Other individuals are going to do really, really bad. In fact, it's going to hurt their hormones. They're going to feel awful. It's going to absolutely fatigue them and just crush their body. So those individuals might only do, you know, 30-minute workout two days a week, for example. And that may be exactly the right dosage for them. And that would be, in, in a sense, similar to somebody who's doing a crescendo fast. So if your body is more sensitive, right, you tend to have more hypoglycemic types of reactions. And usually these are individuals that are typically leaner, okay, typically. They're going to be leaner possibly underlying thyroid issue. Um, they oftentimes have trouble sleeping at night or they wake up, they just don't feel really well rested. Okay, if you have those types of things, tired throughout the day, um, <clears throat> brain fog, irritability, if you tend to have those kinds of symptoms, then you may just wanna scale it back, start you know, simple fast, brunch fast, crescendo fast, master those. And then if you're mastering the crescendo fast, you're doing it well, you feel good, you can move up to the cycle fast and then the strong fast. You know, just kind of monitor your body. That's the key is mastering your body. I tell people all the time, the key to really mastering your health is to think about it like getting an advanced degree in school. You don't master your health in a month or in three months. You don't get a degree that quickly. It's usually, you know, a two to four-year process to get an advanced degree. And so it's what you got to think about it is just kind of taking it slowly but surely, um, gradually building up 
and um, listening to your body. I think that's so important. So this would be a sample intermittent crescendo fasting schedule. Monday, you just do the simple fast, 12 hours. So you might you know, finish your dinner at 8. You wake up, you know, and you're, you're drinking your water and you eat breakfast at 8 a.m. Okay, you get three meals, no snacks, okay, and possibly a workout that day, okay? Um, Tuesday, you get a simple fast in, okay, morning workout, three meals, okay? Wednesday, strong fast, so you're doing that 16-8, no workout. So it's best to do a no workout on those days for people that are doing the crescendo fast, Thursday, simple fast, you get a morning workout, three meals. Okay, and that morning workout could even be just taking a walk, right? Movement in general. So it doesn't mean you need to be lifting weights or doing interval training. Okay, if you feel good with that, that's great. It could just be a morning walk, which is very therapeutic for people that have adrenal fatigue and uh, fatigue in general. Friday, simple fast, morning workout, three meals. Saturday, strong fast, no workout, okay? Sunday, um, a simple fast workout is optional, right? Uh, you know, just get some movement, something like that can be good. So if you feel good doing that schedule, then these would be the progressions. Progression one would be cycle fast, okay? Three days, 16, eight. So, uh, you know, that could be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for example. Um, or mon- in this case, Monday, Saturday, Sunday, possibly, you know, because you're not working out those days. Progression two, workout at the end. So instead of a morning workout, workout at the end of a 16-8 strong fast one day each week. So you're fully fasted when you work out. That would be the next progression. Progression three would be advance to an 18-6 fast one day per week. Just one day. Okay, no workout on that day. So it could be Wednesday where you finish your dinner at 6 p.m. the night before on Tuesday and then you don't eat until 12 o'clock the next day. So it would be that third progression. Fourth progression would be advanced to a one-day 20 to 24-hour fast each week with no workout. Okay, so again, that might be, let's say, Wednesday, where you do a 20 to 24-hour fast. So you're fat, you finish dinner at 6 p.m. and you fast till 2 p.m., somewhere between 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. the next day you do a full day fast. So this is a a great way to progress as you're going through and just listening to your body the whole time. And I think if you do that, you're going to see really good results. So eight strategies to improve your fasting experience. Make sure you're hydrating really well during fasting window. So important. Take a pinch of sea salt. Okay. Take a little bit of sea salt. You need those minerals. So important. Prioritize your sleep, making sure you're getting to bed early. Room is dark following all the best strategies for optimizing sleep, which is very, very important. If you don't sleep well, it's going to be a lot harder for your body to fast the next day because you're going to have higher levels of cortisol and stress hormones that are going to throw off your blood sugar. Eat till you're full during the eating window. So a lot of people make this mistake where you know they, they are used to like these smaller meals. And when they start fasting and limiting the amount of meals, they're still eating these smaller meals but you still need your calories. You just eat, are eating it in a, in a time-restricted window, so a, a tighter window. So it's important that when you do eat, you eat until you're full, okay? So like for me, I eat 12 meals a week, 12 meals. So two days a week, I only eat once, okay? Five days a week, I eat twice. So that's 12 meals. In those 12 meals, 
Like when I eat, when I start actually putting food in my mouth, I eat a lot of food. Okay. It's a surprisingly very high volume of food that I do consume when I eat. I just don't eat often. So that's really the key there. So when you do eat, okay, make sure you really eat. Don't do high intensity exercise on fasting days in the beginning. Okay. Again, this is for beginners. As you get more advanced, you can absolutely do high intensity exercise during your fasting days. I talked about that in progressions. Support your magnesium levels. I think a good high quality magnesium, one of the best supplements you can be doing when you're fasting. We use magnesium like a, like a car uses oil. So we're just constantly using it. The more stress, the more activity we're doing, the more we're going to use magnesium. So supporting that can be really helpful. Adaptogenic herbs, okay, we can be very, very helpful. We have one called cortisol defense that I recommend often for people when they're fasting. A lot of people end up with high cortisol, high stress hormones when they're fasting, the cortisol defense with ashwagandha, theanine, banana leaf, and some other uh, uh, herbs in there. Really good for helping bring that back to balance. And for some individuals, using exogenous ketones can really help them move to the next level with their fasting. So it can help them build their fasting muscle more effectively. So anyways, that's, uh, that's what you want to do. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this presentation. Would love to hear your comments. If you haven't subscribed, definitely do. And I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this presentation and any other topics you'd like for me to present on in the future. Be blessed, everybody, and we'll see you soon. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.